you are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 117. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. I'm fired up over here. Super freaking fired up. Just excited about life. Just doing a Wednesday over here. How are you? We're going to talk about self-care. OMG. What do you think about self-care? We're going to talk about all the things, but before we do, before we dive in, and I'm going to teach you how to integrate self-care into your life and what it actually is, because I don't think we're taught the correct meaning. So this is going to be, this is going to blow your own mind. And it's going to give you a little bit of peace of mind too. So before we dive in, I have something really cool to tell you. So do you guys remember a couple episodes ago, Claire came on my podcast. She was like the before. You know how I always have clients come on after and they share their before and their after and their transformation and all the cool things. Those stories are so great. We'll never stop having those stories on the podcast because they're so inspiring and you can find you inside of them. Now, Claire came on the podcast and talked about her struggles and why she signed up for the Yummy Mummy. And she talked about her before. She hasn't even started the Yummy Mummy, actually. And so if you haven't listened to that podcast, my my recommendation is you go listen to it. It was amazing. A couple podcast episodes back. But what we decided to do was follow her journey along the Yummy Mummy experience, in the Yummy Mummy experience. So she is going to be joining the Yummy Mummy experience. We just started this week, which is so fun, so awesome. And we are going to be following along with her progress, her thoughts, her feelings. So we're already going to do check-in number one right now, right here, right now, because she sent me a message and she's like, I need to share with your listeners and your people the transformation I've gotten just from signing up. We haven't even started. So she sent me this before we had started. We started this week, right? And she's like, I need to share this with you because I think it's really important. So this is a little tidbit about where she is after having signed up. So she signed up maybe about a month ago and she's already getting the transformation. So that's what's really cool is that when you sign up for the Yummy Mommy experience, even when you put yourself on the wait list, which by the way, you should totally be on the wait list if you wanna join us in April. Enrollment's gonna open late March, okay? So go get yourself on there, lauraconley.com, click work with me. So she sent me this message because when you put yourself on the wait list, when you literally decide that you're doing this for the last time, you get a transformation just right there and right then. It is the coolest freaking thing. Okay, so she says, I just keep getting smaller. (laughs) She's like, I'm not even getting coached yet. She says, my daughter was having an unbelievable explosion last night and it just made me feel so bad, so bad to the point that I can't even describe it. And this made my heart break for her. You could just, you could just tell she was heartbroken over her daughter's explosion, explosion as she described it. She says, after the explosion was over, I just started thinking about getting some wine and some chocolate. And she said, I thought to myself, you know what? No, let's just wait. Let's just wait. And she says, I make a decision like that. And every time I make a decision like that, I 
feel like a badass. And she's like, and then every time I make a decision like that, the next decision gets even easier. She's like, I'm a freaking badass. I don't need to emotionally drink or eat after my daughter explodes. And I used to have to do that. And she's saying this feeling of pride, it is real. She says it makes it so much easier to keep on making those choices. She says, I don't know if you remember, but after about 10 days of starting my protocol, so she started a protocol on her own. She says, after 10 days, I didn't see too many results. And she says, and then on day 14, just right. And she's like, I just keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller. She says, you told me that it was going to be slow and it helped so much. So y'all remember, you guys, I'm saying y'all now, did you guys know that? (laughs) It's a thing. It's a thing I'm saying y'all. I might've already told you that, but I feel like, you know, my husband's kind of from the South. I went to school in the South. I could say y'all if I want to say y'all. Plus it's just, it works. Okay. So (laughs) y'all, this is Claire's update. Okay. So we'll hear from her again in another four weeks and we'll hear how it's going, but I'm just so excited for her. And I want you to know that if you put yourself on that wait list, you start transforming now. It is so freaking cool. I just, ah, I couldn't get enough of it. I had to tell you, you guys, what is the fun fact? What are we talking about? The fun fact? I don't, I forgot to prepare a fun fact. Is that fun enough? No, that's not fun enough. We need a funner fact. (gasps) Okay. Ooh, I'll tell you a fun fact. Okay. So my husband and I are going to go out and celebrate to 2022. So I just wrote a whole entire blog about this, a whole post, an email. If you're not on my email list, make sure you get on my email list, lauraconley.com. Just If you go to that website, it'll pop it up and be like, hey, do you want to be on the newsletter? And yeah, you do want to be on the newsletter because it's amazing. But in there, I was talking about how I totally forgot to celebrate 2022. It was the best year we've ever had at the Yummy Mummy. And I just totally forgot to celebrate. I was just like on to like 2023. And I teach over celebration, like hello. So this coming Saturday night, we are going out for a really special celebratory dinner to celebrate the success of the young moms, of all of the women that have freed themselves from food forever, all the women that have lost weight for the last time, and this business. This is, oh my God, you guys, this is not even a business. This is a mission. This is a freaking mission. Weight Watchers what? Who? I never even, what's that? Yeah, I know. It's the yummy mummy. <laughs> okay. That's my fun factoid. I always like to give you guys one. So if you forgot to celebrate 2022, now remember, there's always something to celebrate. Do not, even if you had a tough year, which is totally valid. If it was really challenging, there's still something that I want you to celebrate. Okay. So let's dive into self-care. What is self-care? I swear to God, this word, this phrase, these words, it just gets thrown around. Yeah. Like it's all over social media all the time. Self-care this, self-care that. Are you taking a bubble bath? So I want to really dive into the topic so that you can practice self-care if you want to practice self-care. You don't have to practice self-care. Okay. So what the heck is self-care in the first place? So I Googled it and there was like a bazillion different answers. And I was like, you know what? I just want to Google the definition of care. So the definition that I find to be really helpful was to feel interest or concern. So we got to start at square one, babes, babe to the babe, babes. We got to start at square freaking one to feel interest or concern, to devote thought to something and consider it important enough to be worthy of concern. Okay. So that's where we have to start. 
all y'all. Do you feel worthy of your own care? Do you feel important enough to have concern for yourself? Do you feel interested in yourself? Do you think you're valuable enough to care about how you feel, who you're being, how you're showing up, your life? So we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this because I want to offer that today is the day. Okay. So side note, we're doing a series. Did you guys notice last week we did a little bit on love and wanting to lose weight? Self-care is about, I think, loving yourself. And then next week, this is all in the name of Valentine's Day. I like Valentine's Day. Why do we have to be so mad at Valentine's Day? Okay. Who cares if it's a Hallmark holiday? Like we could always use more love. So doing like a little three-parter, maybe it'll be a four-parter. I don't know. All around love and self-love. We're even going to have one of my business besties on next week to talk about it. I can't even wait. She's amazing. Okay. So any mahoosh, we're not going to spend a bunch of time. I just want you to decide. I want you to literally write it. Why do people say write it in the sand? Okay. So write it in sand, but I actually prefer you get a freaking black, like a huge giant black Sharpie out and decide today is the day. Okay. So maybe you're listening to this on whatever, February 7th, 2023. Today is the day that I decide I am important enough to care about. And you are important enough because you were born, literally because you're born. Like imagine yourself as a baby. You're a little tiny cute baby. Oh my God, you're so cute. You probably were so cute. Were you so cute? Oh my God, I bet you were so freaking cute. You were a little tiny baby. And when you were a little tiny baby, you were worthy and deserving of care and concern. Yeah? When you turned seven and a half, you became not worthy. You're worthy because you're born. Okay. So if you believe that your best friend or your child or Oprah is worthy of care, is worthy of concern, then so are you because you're the same. You're a human. So I just want you to decide because I told you to decide <laughs> or for other reasons that you are deserving. You are deserving of your own care. If you care for other people, you got to start caring for yourself because they are no different. You were born and so it is. Okay. All right. There is my soapbox on you being worthy and valuable. See, now I'm good. Now I can say it. Valuable. Good job, Laura. Good job. See, that's self-care right there. Give myself little accolades throughout the day. that later. Oh my God, I'm having way too much fun with this shit. Okay, you guys. So if in case you didn't know, here's another tangent for you. In case you didn't know, I've been putting the podcast up on YouTube. So I'm watching myself record this podcast, which makes it more fun because I feel like I'm having a conversation with myself. So I get a little bit more kooky, kooky to kook. Now, We've decided, right, today, February 7th or February 14th or whatever the hell day it is, get your Sharpie out. You could even do the Sharpie of your mind. Today is the day that I decide that my worthiness and my value, my good enoughness is not up for debate. I am worthy because I am. Period. I would actually prefer an exclamation point. But whatever form of punctuation you want. Do you guys see how much fun you get to have with yourself? 
when you love yourself and you care for yourself. And I don't do it perfectly. Let me just FYI. My God, I swear to God, my brain spent like the entire January month of January beating the shit out of myself. Still does it. I I was talking about it in my blog. My brain's a freaking bee. (laughs) I still love my brain, but sometimes it wants to be a bee. Okay, so moving on. You are, we've decided, you are worthy. You are deserving. You are good enough because you were born of your attention, your love, your care, your interest, your concern. Okay, done and done. So now that we've gotten that covered, let's talk about do you do it? Do you self-care? Yes or no? Why or why not? Okay, so I actually want to offer that you do practice self-care. So say you want to practice more self-care, you want to practice self-care, I want you to get on board. This is just a whole episode of me brainwashing you. (laughs) I want you to get on board with the fact that you do already take care of yourself in some ways because it's going to be easier for you to create more love and care for yourself when you believe that you already do do some things sometimes. You do. I promise you. You feed yourself. You probably take a shower once in a while. And this is not, (laughs) trust me, I'm not saying you taking a shower is the level of self-care that I want for you. I'm just saying, can we agree that you do take care of yourself sometimes? Is there room for leveling it up? Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about. But it's going to be easier for you, for us to create that level up once you believe that you already do take care of yourself. Okay. Now, some of you are like, yes, I'm a master at self-care. And some of you are like, yeah, I really need to level it up. Why haven't you leveled it up? If you don't practice self-care to the level that you want, why is that? Why do you think that is? Is it because you think it's selfish? A lot of people deep down, they think it's selfish. They're like, well, I can't go to a yoga class because I should be working or I should be cleaning or I should be signing my kid up for freaking camp. It's always my example. <laughs> you guys, I am so excited. I got my kids. I spent literally an hour. That was it. I thought I was going to spend 10 hours getting my kids into camp. They are in camp every single week of the summer, pretty much like all day, every day. I'm like so psyched out of my mind. One camp, one camp. That's it. I don't have to do 18 camps with like seven freaking college applications. One camp. Any mahoosh. (laughs) Do you guys care? No, you don't care. Okay. So I want to offer to you that we should all be practicing self-care. Why should we be practicing self-care? Why might you want to practice self-care? Because when you feel better, you just like your life more. You show up better. You are you, right? And some of you are like, oh, I can't take a bubble bath. I can't, whatever the thing is go to a yoga class. Mine's always like a yoga class and a massage, right? I can't get a massage because that's selfish. Okay. Maybe it's selfish. Maybe it is selfish. Maybe I'll give it to you. Yeah. Maybe you could be doing something for someone else. Is selfish bad? Hmm. Curious. It's a curious question. Is being selfish bad? Is being selfish wrong? Kids know I always talk about like the first act of selflessness is the willingness to be selfish, the willingness to fill your own cup. Do you want other people to fill your cup from their empty ass cup? Ew, that's gross. That's so dirty. No, no. 
you want other people to help you and show up for you because they genuinely want to because their cup overfloweth. Their runneth cupeth overeth. Yeah. You don't want people doing it on the last straight. They're like hanging on by a string. They're coming over to help you bake the cookies for the bake sale. You don't even want that help. No. So if you're like unwilling to practice self-care because you feel like it's selfish, remember that the first act of selflessness is selfishness. Being able to be selfless requires that you fill your own cup. Okay, I also want to offer that you just get to be selfish because you get to be selfish. Like we always are trying to talk ourselves into it. We're like, okay, well, I can get a massage because if I get a massage, then I'm going to have the energy to not yell at my kids or to make a good dinner or whatever. But I also want to offer that we're just allowed to practice self-care because we want to practice self-care. Complete sentence. Now, if you need help getting there, then fine. Use the, okay, well, I can't be selfless unless I'm selfish. Use it as a way to get in. But eventually, what I think is really cool is can't we just want what we want? Can't we just be selfish to be selfish? Do we really have to like rationalize it and justify it? Maybe not. Great topic for conversation. Go ask your friends about that. Hey guys, what do you think about this? Are we allowed to just want things because we want them? Are we allowed to just have them because we want to have them? Okay. So I think the desire for self-care is the desire. (laughs) My cute little daughter's drawing in the background. I think the desire for self-care, like why we as a culture want to practice self-care, why it's all over Instagram, why it's all over TikTok, is because we have a desire to feel a certain way. We want to feel like ourselves or we want to feel balance. People always used to like, they, like that word was bigger. I felt like a couple of years ago, like my year for the word is balance, but it's like, is it really balanced? Or do you just want to feel good inside your body? You just want to like feel confident. Like, do you really want to have 25% of your day with work and 25% with your friends and 25% with your family and 25% volunteering perfectly balanced? No, you just want to feel a certain way. So I think that's what self-care is all about. It's just really filling our cups up so that we feel like ourselves, so that we feel energized, so that we have a sense of vitality, so that we feel alive and light. So I really think that's what's behind self-care is this desire to feel a certain way in our body. So what is that for you? Like if you feel like maybe I do need to practice some more self-care, what is the feeling behind it? What is the feeling that you think you practicing self-care is going to give you. What do you think it is? That would be really helpful and really insightful for you. This year, did you guys pick a word of the year yet? My word of the year is magic. Oh, it's so good. Isn't it so good? Okay. What's yours? I would love to hear. Okay. So NPS, you guys, I have a podcast on how to do that, how to create the word of the year from like exactly, pretty much exactly a year ago. So you can go back and listen to that if you want. So there's this meme that goes around or this quote that goes around is like, hey, maybe instead of like forcing ourselves to take bubble baths every night, hey, maybe instead of needing a girls weekend every single month or feeling like we need a girls weekend every single month, we create a life that we don't need to escape. 
Like, I think that is, oh my God, I think that's right on. And so how can we integrate little like tips and tricks and ways of being and doing and thinking and feeling throughout our day so that we don't have to escape our life? Now, some of you might need to make some big, huge changes, but my guess is for most of us, and this is what I want to offer as a suggestion, you will not get a dopamine hit from this. You'll be like very disappointed, but your future self will not, is that you take really small incremental changes in your self-care. So how do we do that? How do we actually create a life that we don't have to escape? This doesn't mean you don't still go take a bubble bath. This doesn't mean that you don't still go on your girls' weekends. It just (laughs) means you're not like desperate from it. Like, I want you to love your life. I really, really do. I want you to enjoy it. Doesn't mean that you're going to become a robot and feel happy 100% of the time. No, you're still going to be a human that feels the full gamut of emotion, that feels disappointed, that feels shame, that feels regret, that feels rejected, that feels terror, right? You're still going to feel those feelings even when you practice self-care. You can be the best self-care practitioner like ever in the history of the world and you're still going to be a human and you're still going to have human quote-unquote negative emotions okay so let's talk about some ways that you could integrate self-care into your life that maybe are not like bubble bath what about the way you think like literally the sentences is in your brain okay there's your brain and then there's you I want you being in charge. Can you talk in a way? This is better than any mother effing manicure, okay? This is better I swear, than any power walk. You managing the sentences in your brain so that they are caring sentences so they feel like self-care feels like what to you? A warm hug, love, What is self-care? Like, what is the feeling in your body, right? Like, we just talked about that. I'm so curious. And then, what sentences can you think inside your brain that feel caring, that are you caring for you? Like, how do you talk to other people, other people that you really care for when you're being the person you want to be, when you're really being super caring? How do you talk to them? What are the sentences you say? So I want you to slowly start to finesse some of the sentences inside your brain because some of the sentences that you say to yourself are probably not very caring. A bubble bath is never going to solve it. A manicure is never going to solve it. If you're still talking shit to your brain, you're not going to feel cared for. You're going to feel like ass. Okay. So can you put a microscope in your brain on what your brain offers you? And can you gently start to finesse? So if your brain's like, I don't know why you didn't get more done today. You said you were going to do it and now you didn't do it. Oh my God. You yelled at the kids again. Something must be seriously wrong with you. You're totally going to screw your kids up. Does not sound very caring. (laughs) Sounds the opposite of caring. So can you speak to yourself in a way that feels caring. And a lot of you probably think that you are like very neutral. I want you to be willing to think, oh, maybe I'm not talking to myself as carefully as I could be. And just put like put a little lens in there, a little microscopic lens. Like what are the words that I'm saying? And you'll know by the feeling in your body. So if you're feeling bad 
or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling guilty, it's because of the thoughts you're thinking. And those thoughts are probably not careful. They're probably not caring. And it's okay. You're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. Awareness is the first step. And it's it can be kind of a brutal step because you're like, oh, shit, I can't even believe I was doing this to myself. It's okay. We're all doing it. We're just going to do a little bit of an upgrade. Okay, so that is like first and foremost because I know you guys want me to tell you what to do that's in the name of self-care, like what to do. But before I give you that, you have to pinky promise me that you are going to think, what can I think that is in the name of self-care versus what can I do that's in the name of self-care? How can I speak to myself? Because I promise you, if you start speaking to yourself in a way that feels caring, you're not going to need the superficial bubble bath. Okay, so I will give it to you though. I will give you things that you can do that help you feel cared for. Okay, so you've got to put it through the true pleasure test. Okay, I don't want you drinking a bottle of wine or buying all the things online or binge watching an entire show if that's going to give you a net negative. If that is not, if your future self is going to be pissed at you, that is not self care. If your future self is going to be like, oh God, you gave me a big effing mess to clean up. That is not self-care. Self-care is a vote for your present self and your future self. So you run it through that true pleasure test. Is this going to give me a net neutral? It doesn't mean you can't have a couple glasses of wine. It doesn't mean you can't buy something nice for yourself. Just make sure it's very intentional and that your future self isn't going to be like, Laura, we said we were going to save, I don't know, $400 this month by not shopping on Amazon, right? So check in with your future self. That's how you do the true pleasure test. Is this going to give me a net neutral or a net positive? When I wake up tomorrow in five minutes, in five days, is this supporting my future self or is this going to give me a net negative and my future self is going to have a big mess to clean up later? So put it through that test because I can give you all kinds of things like massages and manicures and shopping and girl time and alone time and shows and whatever. But I want you to pick one, just one thing. I don't want you to pick eight things. Okay. So just pick one thing that you could level up your self care. Maybe it is a bath. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's calling a friend once a day or once a week. Maybe it's planning a date night. Maybe it's taking yourself to a yoga class always buying yoga and massage. And even you guys, I think there's so much self-care in the planning. Like I think planning itself is an act of self-care. Like I am a crazy planner. So you get self-care when you plan it, when you're looking forward to it, and when you're actually there too. So maybe you do want to pick a massage and you're like, oh, but I need something every single day. Maybe, but maybe you just having planned that and then you looking forward to it and then you being there is self-care. That's where the thought work comes in. Other kind of funky ways. So I just, I, you guys, I don't want this podcast to be like shit you can Google podcast, right? I always say that about the Yummy Mummy experience. Like if you come in and work with me in the Yummy Mummy experience, what we learn is shit you can't Google. So Google ways that I can practice self 
care. There's like endless things on there. I don't want to come on here and just like read Google, right? You know what that one thing is. So you guys are going to see your takeaway is going to be one thing that I can do that is me caring for myself. And one thing that I can think that is me caring for myself, that makes me feel cared for, right? Our thoughts cause our feelings. So what is one thought that makes you feel cared for, loved, hugged, supported? What is one thought that you can think that helps you feel that way inside your body? That is the best self-care practice that I could possibly teach because guess what? No one can freaking take that away from you. Your kid can't be sick and then take away your thoughts. No, your kid can get sick and then you can't go to the massage for sure. So that's why you want to arm yourself with thoughts and things, right? Things to think and things to do. Okay, you guys, a couple other things I want to tell you. So things that you might not think of that are going to help you practice self-care, the word no, (laughs) the word no, thank you. And if you are not good at saying no, when people ask you to cook for the bake sale or bake for the bake sale, I guess, start pausing start saying, let me check my calendar and I'll get back to you. So saying no is a way to practice self-care, creating boundaries. And you guys can go back and listen to the podcast I have on boundaries. But really saying no is a huge vote for your future self. If you wouldn't want to do that thing tomorrow, it's probably a no. Right. So this is, this gets into the conversation of like self-care can be like very uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. And I get it. Like I, I really feel like I have to work out or move my body in some way, shape or form for my self-care so that I can be the mom and the human that I want to be in the world. And sometimes it's so hard because I will feel so guilty. Like I will work out when my kids have a babysitter and I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Anytime, this is a side note, anytime I feel guilty for doing things like that, it, I make it mean that sensation in my body, that vibration in my, my body, I make it mean I'm doing it right. Like guilt is coming along for the ride when we are momming, when we're doing life, okay? And eventually will wane once you get practice at saying no or working out when you think you shouldn't or getting a mani-pedi when you think you shouldn't or fill in the blank thing. I love to like use our husbands for example, like or some of you have partners, whatever you want to call them, husbands, partners, wives, whatever. But like my husband, he just like naturally takes care of himself. He like just watches football. I like watch him watch football and I'm like, I could literally never just sit on the couch for like three hours. I mean, sometimes I wish I could. But my point in telling you that is that we can borrow some of the thoughts from their brains and insert them into our brains. He just sits on the couch. He takes care of himself. He enjoys himself. He plays with my kids while they're romping on him, whatever. It's amazing to watch. I don't have to make him wrong for doing that. I could just actually borrow from his brain and be inspired by that actually and integrate that into my life. It's so cool. So how do you know if you need some self-care? Like, how can you tell if like you don't have it on a daily basis? I'll tell you, you feel exhausted. You feel burnt out. The things that are normally easy for you to do 
feel really hard. You do not want to do it. So that might mean that you need a self-care sabbatical for like a day or a weekend. And even just scheduling it will help you feel better. But again, I don't want you to have a life that you have to escape from. But if you've already gotten to the place of burnout or exhaustion or like, uh, or like lethargy, like emotional lethargy, give yourself that self-care sabbatical. You'll think, oh, I can't do that because then I'm not going to get this, this, and this done. I promise you it will be more productive to give yourself that sabbatical than to do the things. This is me also like preaching to myself. So if you notice that that's who you are, give yourself that sabbatical, but then you have to pinky promise yourself that you're going to integrate the daily things the daily one to do and the one to think, right? I don't want you adding, do not put on your self-care list. Every day I'm gonna journal and I'm gonna work out and I'm gonna go for a walk outside and I'm gonna cook myself nutritious meals and I'm gonna take a bubble bath and then I'm gonna do a cold plunge and then I'm gonna go in the infrared sauna. No, one tiny thing that feels doable, okay? One teeny tiny thing. The last thing I want to leave you with is if you need a little bit more of a carrot to practice self-care, I always love to use our kids as an example. So think about the most important thing that you could teach your child, your kids, somebody that you're a role model to, right? Some of you guys aren't mamas, but you're still a role model in your life. So think about what would I most want to pass down to them? And I think about like, I most want to pass down to my children, like the ability for them to love themselves no matter what, no matter the grades that they get, no matter the performance, no matter the boxes that they check, no matter the way that they look, I want them, I desperately want them to have the ability to love themselves. And really, I feel like my job is just to help them preserve the self-love that they already have naturally. Is just to like help them keep that intact. And so because I think self-care is a practice of self-love, I will use my kids as that carrot. Okay, I have to practice self-care because if I don't, then that is their main model. That's their main role model is me not caring for myself. So that's all I'm going to do is create kids who don't care for themselves when they're in their immediate family, right? When they're a mom or when they're a dad or when they're a human in the world, right? So if you can't get yourself on board to care for yourself, do it because your most important job is to be a role model to your children, okay? And again, we're not gonna do it perfectly at all. That is the episode I have for you. That is your takeaway, y'all. One thing that you can think that makes you feel cared for by you. Don't put the onus on anyone else. And one thing that you can do that's really small, really tiny, that makes you feel really cared for. Okay, and then go go care for me. Once you fill your cup, <laughs> go care for me. Leave a rating, leave a review. Pretty, pretty, please. This is the best way that we get this movement moving. This is how other people find it. Okay. So if you've gotten something from these podcasts, pretty please 
go leave a rating and or review. It's really easy. You scroll down and you'll see the buttons. It takes 30 seconds, okay? Do it now. Get done with it. I love you so much. I hope you have the absolute best week ever. I will talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in, pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time end body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that in Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.